Behind the Springs. Made this passionate, passionate speech. An inside look at your local government. And at the end, I said, we need to take the ball by the horns. Colorado Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. The city of Colorado Springs has a budget of more than $300 million. You may have a general idea of what that money pays for. Or you may not. Either way, we're pretty sure you can learn something new about how our financial decisions are made and how they impact you every day. We're so happy to have our chief financial officer here, Sheree McDaniel. Thank you for joining us so much. Thank we you for having me. It. Yeah. We're excited to learn about the budget process because um, even though I think people go, oh, budget, I don't know if that's very exciting. It matters so much to people, right, in their everyday lives. Yeah, it really impacts how we run our operations here at the city, each and every department. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Are you... Um, did you grow up here in Colorado Springs? Where do you come from? How do you get to be chief financial officer for the city? Sure. I am a native of Colorado Springs. Woo, I was born give a right clap here. for that. Yeah. Clap for that. Hold on. We'll, we'll give a clap later when we don't have uh, <clears throat> other technical things okay. going on. <laughs> Sounds good. So I was born and raised here, and I went to school for uh, under my undergrad is in economics. And my graduate degree is in public administration with an emphasis in finance. So I am one of those uh, weird people who is doing exactly what I went to school to do. So um, I started working at the city as an intern for my graduate program, actually. And from there, ended up getting hired on in the budget office. And so have worked in the budget office for most of my 24-year career here. Wow. And in the last two years was then hired into the role of chief financial officer. So literally worked your way up, which yes. is awesome. So yes. you've seen it from every, I would think that would make you kind of a unique manager in that sense that you've worked in every level of your act, your own department. Yes. I started out as an analyst and then went to budget lead and then budget manager and then moved into chief financial officer. So yeah, I've really been here a long time and seen the city change and grow and um, been at all the levels in finance. That's awesome. Well, it's nice to see you know, we work for the city too. So it's always nice to see when uh, there's promotions from within right. as well. And uh, one of the questions that we do have, because we're trying to be a fun podcast for the government. So you said you're one of the lucky people. You're doing exactly what you went to school to do. What's fun in the finance department? You Are you guys get, having you guys fun get over a there? Bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> how, how is, how is handling budget fun? Finance Explain that. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> do you get that all the time from people? Like, oh my goodness. Well, when I, I never do talking do. about it, then their eyes just kind of glaze over and start to like uh -huh. go half mess. And I'm like, okay, wait, I'll just stop talking about that. <laughs> um, no, we do really have um, a lot of fun. We have really, really great people in the finance department and in the budget office. We have a crew of five. And so it's a small but mighty crew over there. And they do very hard work. And all through the year, we're working on budget. So um, we do have a lot of fun. We spend a lot of time together. So yeah, we try to keep it lighthearted. And it, and it really is amazing that you only have a crew of five. Because talk about how big the budget is and how many departments you serve. We have probably, I don't know, 40 or 50 divisions in the city. 
And so the budget typically is budgeted down to that division level. And so we have to keep track of all of those divisions. And of course, if there's a compensation package, we you know, divide that out into all the different divisions that need it so that we can have that going forward into the next year. So it is a lot of work and it's a lot of details, but um, they do a great job of uh, putting it all together and getting it in a budget document. And it's harder than people think um, to, to sit there and I guess, how do I phrase this, Ted? People have strong opinions about the budget. Yeah, and well, where, that's one of the main how, things we, we yes, hear about because it's taxpayer city. money. Yeah, so, how the uh, city should be spending their money. Yes. Correct? Yes, and we're very, very aware of that. It is the taxpayers funding our organization, and we have a really big responsibility to the taxpayers to be spending their money wisely um, and to the highest use, the most important prioritized use. And so really that's what we do through the budget process when we sit down and look at how much revenue do we have, so how much spending can we have, and sit down with the mayor and his executive staff and talk about, okay, what are the highest priorities as we move into the next year so that we make sure we're funding those highest things. For people that don't know, moving into 2020, um, We'll just use that year as an example. What is the overall amount of money that we're looking at um, for a city our size and the budget that we're looking at for 2020? What's that that main number to give people? Well, our all funds total, which is what we talk about a lot when um, our total budget is over $600 million. Wow. So that includes the general fund, which we often talk a lot about because that funds your very traditional governmental services, police, fire, um, communications, finance very important to us. Right. And then it also has the special funds, for example, the 2C road tax, mm -hmm. which is over $50 million a year in and of itself. And then also things like um, the public safety sales tax fund, the TOPS parks fund. Mm -hmm. So all of those add into that total also. Okay. And what would you say uh, to let people know about what the priorities are at this point for the city in terms of spending? Sure. We've had um, over the last couple of years, the mayor and the council have, as one of their highest priorities, to add 120 police officers over uh, by the end of 2020. And so we are on track to do that. It's um, very exciting. We've been able to add 20 officers over the last couple of years, and we'll be adding um, another 20 in 2020. And also to add 32 firefighters over the five, same five-year period, and we're on track to do that again also. So that is um, extremely important, and also to be paying them competitively and fairly. So uh, the adding of the public safety positions, also keeping the compensation at a competitive level, especially for that sworn personnel, so that we can retain the ones we have and attract new employees. And besides public safety, what comes next? Would you say infrastructure? Uh, we do have a lot of infrastructure needs. We have been trying to fund at a higher level, our fleet and equipment replacement for the city. And we have, over the past couple of years, been adding a million dollars to that fleet replacement strategy. Going forward into 2020, we did have to um, moderate that a little bit. We're going to add half a million dollars. And then also, um, yes, the equipment and facility maintenance is extremely important. And those capital projects, those big capital projects that we have. So that people can maybe visualize this, you just hit on public safety as our biggest uh, portion of the pie. So cut it into a pie for people. Um, I know that you're very 
right down to the decimal point normally with numbers, but just give us the very general um, percentage that we see. Because I think a lot of people don't realize, what is it, almost like 50% of the budget's going to public safety, and then it's the, the rest of the pie from there. So if you could break down kind of those big chunks of, of the pie for people um, and give us those percentages. Okay, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> well, very, uh, very general. Very yeah. yes. yes. Going into 2020, and if we just look at the general fund, uh, which is one that we have the most control or the most discretion in. Right. Between police and fire, and we'll add OEM in there, so to call those emergency uh, kind of public safety services, that accounts for probably uh, 65 or so percent of both the number of people and the dollars. Which let's take a moment, and I'll admit that Let's admit that most folks don't realize that. No, I, and I didn't re- even realize that coming over to the city or working in news prior, um, that, that amount of money. But I think, and most people probably agree, the number one thing that your local government should be doing is keeping you safe. That's so, uh, so that's why that's such a big number. What are, what are some of those other uh, big numbers? Well, when we look at all funds total, um, Parks has pretty large all funds total. And one of the things that we do in the budget office, Parks has the most funding sources. So for example, when we uh, try to look at, you know, maybe redoing the format of a narrative or or looking at how we're going to display information, we always use the parks operations and maintenance budget because they have an incredible number of funding sources that go into their budget. So they have general fund money, conservation trust money, TOPS money, they have special improvement maintenance district monies, they have Gift trust money, all oh these goodness. different funds. So they're, they're like a model. For, yes, yeah. and it's complicated. So they have to manage a lot of different funding sources. So they, on an all funds basis, are also one of the bigger um, departments of the city. And then, of course, you know, public works. Mm-hmm. So they do an, a, a massive amount of work in public works and between traffic and operations and maintenance and city engineering building all the projects and. So they have also um, one of the larger pieces of the pie. Okay. That's and then great. while uh, while the all fund is that what, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? All funds is over six hundred million. Um, I think most people think about general fund. They hear general fund. That's mm-hmm. a much more uh, digestible uh, uh, term, and people know know where that's coming from. What's the general fund looking like for twenty twenty? That's going to be over three hundred million. Yeah. About three hundred and thirty million dollars coming into twenty twenty. Well, and it's. It's been that way for uh, for a few years now, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the revenues have been looking good for for the city as uh, Colorado Springs continues to grow. I think we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, I want to talk about now. This is very exciting. What the Super Bowl is for the Budget and Finance oh, yes, Department? Yes, we do have a Super Bowl. We're about to hit it, <laughs> yes, so uh, we'll good. be right back. Thank you for listening to Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. If you're enjoying the show, please rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Did you do it yet? Come on, you know you want to. Never miss an episode. Now back to Jen and Ted. Just kidding, still me. Did you do it yet? Just click the little button. Want to know a secret? Ted and Jen's lives depend on it. Grab your phone and just do it. Unless you're driving, then wait. Okay, last thing, seriously. Just rate, like, and subscribe. You're loving this podcast, right? course you are what are you waiting for follow us on social media at city of cos and check out our website coloradosprings.gov 
All right, we have Sheree McDaniel here, and she is talking about budget and finance and all the important numbers that make the city run. We appreciate you giving us the lowdown on all this because I think a lot of people have a general idea, but they don't really know the specifics. Even us. Yes. We don't know the specifics. I would say especially us. (laughs) (laughs) We're not really number folks, are we? No, no. Actually, uh, you know, at one point I was going to college to get into business and uh, for some reason, I changed to journalism, which was probably crazy, the worst decision crazy. of my life. Uh, but I remember getting into accounting, and I used to be really good at math in high school. It was one of my strong suits. Getting into accounting, everything is just turned backwards from what you learn in normal math. And uh, and it kind of scared me. That was a big reason why I <laughs> jumped over to That's usually the point, right, Sheree? Right? Where right. you either go, okay, I'm this in, is, I'm or in or I'm out. out. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, and they weeded me right out. But here I am, you know. <laughs> We're lucky you're We're in. Glad you're here. Yeah. We're glad yeah. you're here. We're, you're using your other skill set, Ted. Yes, yes. And the only one I have. We're lucky that Sheree is with us because you do a great job and you have a great team. And um, speaking of your team, we want to talk about what your Super Bowl, I mean, regular Super Bowl, February. Yeah. Super Bowl for finance. And even if you're a baseball fan, October, right. playoff time, right, World Series coming, coming up, right up here. But uh the real World Series, the real Super Bowl, like you were saying, is October for the finance That's department. Right. Yeah. So uh, so explain everything that happens in October from that first Monday uh, right on through. Great. So we have a very big deadline. Uh, our biggest deadline of the year in the budget office is when we transmit the mayor's budget to city council, and that occurs on the first Monday of October. And so um, for this year, that happens on October 7th. So that's what we are just uh, trying to get across the finish line for that. We print a document that is over 500 pages. And so we have to have that entire, all the numbers right, all the narratives right, put together, printed in a binder and transmitted to city council on the first Monday. So that comes from Mayor Southers to city council. And then what, can you talk about what city council's role is? Sure, so that budget that we transmit is the mayor's recommended budget. We then, that's us officially handing over that document to be in city council's hands now. And so what we do then is we bring in the departments to have a budget work session with city council so that the department directors can brief the city council on the changes that they have going into 2020. Which is an all-day gauntlet. It is an all-day gauntlet. And they can ask questions. They ask questions and, uh, you know, walk through all the changes, any additional information they have, why they you know, may have funded, moved money to fund a certain item in their budget. And then from there, we have our public input meetings. uh, And we have a formal public input meeting that's required by charter. And so we have that and citizens can give us their input and they can email and come to the meeting and talk or uh, Facebook post or however, any type of uh, input. And citizens do, correct? Yes, absolutely. Citizens do. And we take all of that and that is input for city council so that they can hear from constituents about what is important to them. And if something if want something else funded in the budget, something more, something less, that's the citizens way of providing that input to city council. And then what we do with city council is sit down and have what we call the markup session. And that is city council's opportunity to make any modifications to the budget that they would like to see. And typically what we do is uh, if they want to, for example, add uh, a line item or a program, then they also have to figure out 
where that money's coming from. Just like at home. Just right? like at home. So you yes. have to have a net zero impact uh, to the bottom line. So it's really a responsibility if they're going to uh, be adding something, they have to really figure out, okay, how are they going to fund that? And then what we do from there is uh, we take that input that they provided and they have to have a consensus on making any of those changes. So then we take that and that becomes part of our budget ordinance that then city council passes to adopt and appropriate the money for 2020. And usually when when does that uh, ordinance get voted on? That generally gets voted on. the two, It takes two votes and that occurs in November. So then we have a finalized uh, 2020 budget by the end of November of the prior year. And, um, you know, I work for council, but obviously I don't see too many of the, the decisions going on all the time with the, with the budget. But talk about these past few years under Mayor Southers. Um, it, it's got to be kind of easy for you once once you guys get that 500-page document printed. But it seems like council and mayor have been working well together. So That's what I was going to say. People might wonder, if council has a real problem with something, can mayor come back and, you know, can they go, can there be that back and forth? And how does that go? Well, as you all know, one of the main things uh, that, was on Mayor Southers' mind when he got elected to be mayor was the mayor-council relationship. And he has really done a lot to make that a very cohesive, uh, back-and-forth type of relationship. And it has positively impacted the budget process enormously. And so we are keeping council up to date on what our priorities are as we move through each budget process. And we even sit down with the budget committee, the city council budget committee, prior to finalizing all of the numbers on the mayor's side, just to brief them on the big things that are included, what isn't included, what um, the priorities were as we move through. So we get their input even before we finalize the numbers on the mayor's side, we are already talking with city council on what they want to see, what's important to them, so that we can be collaborative and have that in there for them. And so then when we move through the budget process, it has been very a lot easier with yeah. this city it council smooth, and mayor, right. and it's much more smooth. And to the point where last year, and I, you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but <laughs> last year um, the process went so well, and we communicated with the council um, between administrative. Uh, side and the council side well enough that city council did not have any changes to the mayor's budget. And that was the first time in my entire career that that's ever happened. So that was amazing. And it's all due to that relationship that has been fostered between the mayor and city council. And yeah. So really kudos well. to all of them. That's yes, great. Absolutely. And your office. Yeah. For, it shows that your department's doing that. great work as well. Yeah. You know, that's uh, great. See what happens when we all try to get along. Yeah. When we work together. <laughs> and and I guess my my next question, uh, now that we've gone through that time frame, is end of November there, early December. Do you guys all just leave and go to a warm beach <laughs> yeah, somewhere? Shut down. That's it. We're <laughs> done for the year. You guys are done. Right? <laughs> or is it, um, is it just ramping up for 2021? Well, we do have... Um, Typically, we'll have some modifications, even if it's from the administrative side of updating a number here or there or making some modification uh, to some numbers or to some narratives. So then what we start doing is um, start printing the what we call final budget, which includes um, the mayor's suggestions and any changes by the city council. And so then we put that document together and re print the entire thing again. So that's a much easier process, obviously, because we're just updating and making any modifications to that. And so we try to have that out um, 
you know, sometime near the beginning of the year, we do have a little bit of a, like, ah, yeah, take a little breather there um, because September is just crazy trying to get that first document out. So, um, and then we try to catch up on all the stuff that we set aside while we were putting the budget document together uh, at the first part of the year. And then we start planning for the next year around March. Because throughout the year, you're helping all these departments manage their budgets and, you know, make good decisions mm-hmm. and purchases and so forth. So that's really critical also. Yep. And we're tracking revenue and how's that coming in? Is that on budget? And how are the expenditures looking? Are they on budget? And do we need to make any you know changes in course at all? Or are we doing good? So that's yeah. what we're doing for. What do you think the biggest challenge is? Do you think it is, you were just saying, kind of looking at what the revenue is coming in, is it forecasting what's going to happen a year in advance and where each department should end up? The really the thing that is really the hardest part of the job is that there are not enough resources for all of the things that we want to do and need to do as a city. And so, really, um, the revenue forecasting, you know, it, it it is hard. And the only thing when you put together a revenue forecast, the only thing you know for sure is it's not going to be right. So it's just a matter of like how close can you get? And so, um, but it's really hard because the departments bring forward items that really do need done. They are important. All of the departments have things that they need and want to do to be more efficient or do business better. And we just don't have the resources to fund all of those very important needs. Those That's are hard re- decisions. It's really hard. And to see things come forward that you know are good programs, you know they need the money, and it just can't get done because we don't have enough resources to do it. Yeah, so we do a lot part. with very little here, yes, wouldn't you do. say? We are very efficient, and people really stretch every penny. And uh, the departments are are good at that. They know you know, exactly how to spend and, and do a really good job of being responsible with the money. As I've said before on this show, we try to be good stewards of uh, taxpayer money. True. Here, and uh, we've had different departments on that talk about their expenditures and whatnot. We and stretch that money with their help, with the budget department. <laughs> exactly. Help, so you, thank yeah, you. you guys are the ones that really lay the uh, the the road for us. And thank you for the for the education on of the process. Course. I think yeah, that's really valuable happy. for people. We mm-hmm. appreciate it, and we thank you all for listening. We hope you learned a little something about the budget, whether you're really good at math like Sheree or not good at all like Ted. <laughs> okay, or somewhere just, in between like me. <laughs> just the accounting side was not. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was a calculus freak at I'm one sorry. point. You're so very uh, good, Ted. But. Um, <laughs> also, before we jump off, I just want to tell people they can find the budget online. Um, do we know what the exact... Is it coloradosprings.gov slash budget? Yes. Yeah, correct. I think it's nice yes. and easy like that. And then also, very cool tool to, uh, to, to pat communications on the back, the open budget tool that's also on the webpage as well. So where you good. can go on, and it, that's updated every month. Correct. Yes, so every month you can go and see exactly what's being spent um, and... and you know, if you're if you're an accounting nerd yourself, you go on there and 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 see exactly how the city's doing. Uh, and even if you're not, there are very simple pie charts for. Oh yeah, like even for too. a guy that like doesn't it doesn't do accounting very yeah, well. Yeah, you can um, get as in depth as you want, or it's as basic as you want, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, open budget. Open budget. We'll see you on the next episode of Behind the Springs. Mm-hmm.